Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. The countdown. Oh, I don't know. That was weird. That was weird. Hi, guys. Hey. I've read some pretty decent books recently. I feel like you have too. I think so. Since we last chatted. Since last week. So Honestly, I, actually, since last week, I feel like I've only read. I didn't read much. Okay. Right. I'm saying since last week. Katie is leaving for Italy on Friday. So oh, we're yeah. pre-recording this. We are. Um, so I'll tell you what I have read, and I will tell you what's on my TBR for Italy. So I read... I don't know if I talked about In the Company of Witches. It's very like three, two, five, five, three stars. Like it's 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 a cozy witchy book. There's no spice. There's no nothing. So if you if that's what you're into, I would then highly recommend said book. But if you don't like that, then then skip it. I read you again. I loved this book. I feel like there's very mixed like reviews on it. I think because it's another Raylo fanfic, people are like, well, like yeah. over it. However. The only vibe of the Raylo I got was obviously like his looks. Like there is nothing, obviously like nothing else. In, I don't know. I love, if you love When Harry Met Sally, mm-hmm. you will love this book. Like I think there was a little bit more, she millennialized it in my opinion. Like okay. we amped this up a little bit, made it very like today. Um, the female main character was married to a woman. Like I fucking loved every dynamic of this book. I think a lot of people were like, holy shit, I wanted to like murder these characters. But like they have to work through their issues because they're very strong individuals on their strong as in like their personality. Like, okay, this is my way. This is the like they're very this is like, my way. This is the highway. Exactly. Like that's how their brain is. They're very like, I don't even know the word. It's my right way now. or the highway. Thank you. We'll just, fun we'll, of you. Just, we'll just go with She's that. She's like, yeah, and I'm a highway. And I'm the highway. It was, I really, really loved this. Um, I rated it a four and a half star book. But I think everyone should read it. Just kidding. Well, if you want to. I'm not really that kidding. And then I did Witch of the Wild Things. And again, like, there's minor spice in it. Nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. But I thought this was just, like, a really good witchy book. <laughs> My review starts with maybe it's the bio major in me. It's, all, it's botanical. So, it's like, it's a lot of, like, botany-related, like, medicinal herbs, plant magic, if you will. Um, I thought I had, like, a well-rounded plot to it just about like the magic family components different dynamics I thought it was really good um I gave it a four star now for my what I'm going to be reading on between now and in Italy caught up by Liz Tomford yes which you read already but then I'm picking up of magic and men by Meg Ryan from when Harry met Sally. Duh, could you imagine? Oh my god. Honestly Meg Ryan could be an author. She probably could. Of magic and men by Meg oh god Alivinian, A-L-I-V-I-E-N. I apologize. I probably butchered the F out of that. Um, it does have witchy magic in it. And apparently the villain is inspired by Maleficent. Um, and what else was I going to say? Oh, like and there's like a slow burn. So like sold. A prisoner and guard romance, if you will. And okay. then, and I'm here for it. I'm very excited. Um, Someone that we follow on Instagram that we talk to a lot, like they really liked it. So I have like high hopes. Okay. I, I feel like I kind of like trust what they're saying. 
Um, and then, okay, so there's a lot of Sleepy Hollow retellings coming out, apparently, or they've already come out. Come out. <laughs> they've already come out. There's one book called Hollow, H-O-L-L-O-W. That is by Karina Hale. Cool fucking name. I feel like I've talked about this. I feel like I'm literally repeating myself. This is probably in the episode that we recorded the other day. I'm going to re- repeat it. It is a wide repeater. choose. What are you going to do? Repeater. Repeater. This is a wide choose book. So just bear that in mind. However, the one I'm going to be reading is called Hollowed by Jessica Taylor. It is a YA, but I'm very fucking pumped for it. I mean, you know that we love YA here. We do. We love a good YA. We do. Um, um, and a heart of <sighs> undertaking and mercy. Oh, uh, yep. Did I say that right? I believe so. I'm going to Shan's profile because <laughs> she just posted it. The Undertaking of Heart and Mercy. Mercy. It's been on my TBR for the longest time, but Shan um, at Shan's library, she read it and she really liked it. So I'm going to, I'm going to follow suit. So I have been having a really slow month. Who are you? I know. Honestly, I think I've just been like reading like longer books and like, I don't know. They take time. Um, I read Caught Up, but we're not going to talk about that. I finished The Endless War, which I may have talked about in the last Spilling the Tea episode. Um, regardless of if I did or didn't, it's the fourth book in the Bridge Kingdom series by Danielle L. Jensen. And I cannot recommend that series more. I love it. I also read an arc of her next book, A Fate Inked in Blood. Um, it's book one in the saga of the unfated and it's based on like Norse mythology. Um, it's very easy to follow and like very easy to understand. I think because it's kind of like rooted in the real world back in like the Viking days. Okay. But then it has like the mythology, like plot too, which is like really cool. So there is magic, um, and like prophecy and things like that. Really hot, dark haired Viking man. I like it. Yeah. Um, obviously I read bad luck charm, which we talked about last week Mm -hmm. on the potty. And I just finished, um, by the time this comes out, I'll finish both, but I just finished Once Upon a Broken Heart reread on audio. Smart. So if you have scribed, both of the, the first two books are free on scribed. Um, I'm doing the reread or the re-listen due to, um, the fact that the third and final book in the series comes out on October 24th. So I'm getting prepped and ready. Love that for you. I love that for me too. And, um, while you're gone, I plan on, so right now I'm reading, I'm, 60% into A Fire in the Flesh, which is book three in uh, made some damage A Shadow that. in the Ember yeah. book, but it's like that series. I forgot what it's called, the series. Anyway, it's the JLA spinoff prequel to From Blood and Ash. I'm really enjoying it. My girl, Sarah, she's a little nuts, but I like that about her. Nikdos, daddy as always. Um, so I'll probably finish Flesh that. Flesh and Fire series. Flesh and Fire series. Fire, it's because it's a fire in the flesh in the flesh fire series. JLA, why you got to confuse us like that? Um, so I'm going to probably finish that, honestly, maybe by tomorrow, Friday the latest. Um, and then I want to, I'm going to pick up, I don't know what, something off my physical TBR, a romance. I mean, I'm, I'm itching for it. Maybe in an unlikely event by Rebecca Yaros, um, but we'll see. I can't decide. But I am going to start after I finish a ba- uh, a ballad, the Ballad of Never After, on audio. I'm going to start Wildfire by Hannah Grace on audio. Um, it's by Teddy Hamilton. Teddy Hamilton is doing it. 
I've heard mixed reviews on Wildfire. I'm a huge Icebreaker fan. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I want to do the audio because I feel like with the mixed reviews that I've been reading, I feel like if Teddy Hamilton's not writing, I'll like it It'll more. help. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and I think that's it. That's like really, much. that's just like a short list of things that I want to accomplish. I do need to read Air of Fire. Um, I have two books that I need to read this month for my Throne of Glass reread. And it feels like once I get another romance under my belt, I'll be I'll be into Air of Fire. Probably. I'm going to keep, right now I'm listening to The Bridge Kingdom. I'm on book two. I'm almost done. Um, but I think I'm just going to continue on with it I while I'm should. in Italy. I say continue it on, but like in reality, I'll probably still be on whatever book I'm listening to. But I do, this is what I'm envisioning, running through the streets of Italy. Yes. In Venice, specifically, with my audiobook on. My husband's coming because quote unquote safety, because I have no idea where I am, which like kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I that's Just don't fall into doing. the canal. You'll I'll be fine. try my best. We we know how sometimes my Honestly, you is. running through Venice is going to be so funny because it is just like bridges. I know. And like stairs. I know. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so fucking bummed. I'm probably gonna do Florence too. I told like Florence, 100. Yeah. It's a city. Venice is gonna be funny because you're just gonna be like up a up, bridge, down, down a bridge, bridge up some stairs, down some stairs. It'll probably be more of like we might walk then, depending. But like yeah. I was like, I just like I don't know. Like I'm dying to be like out in the morning. Oh yeah, like going for a quick little jog, maybe 20 minutes, something crazy, yeah. and then like sitting somewhere and having a cappuccino afterwards. Honestly, it's a great excuse to like the two of you get some like alone time together. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm sure Tom wouldn't want to do running, but he's going to do it regardless. Love that for him. He's not listening, but yeah. God, <laughs> God forbid. God Honestly, forbid. thank God they don't listen because they'd be like, what? He would be like, you need to like, who's daddy Kate? <laughs> no, he'd be like, why are you talking about me shaving your vagina? <laughs> what if somebody from work finds it and listens? Well, that's why you don't tell your coworkers. You do a podcast. Yeah. Um, and this is what I do on the side. So you can't judge me in the office for exactly what you do outside the office. I love when like there's icebreaker questions. Like I'll, I always back my like, Oh, I can say do a podcast. I'm like, no, I want these ladies to hear this. (laughs) No, honestly, two women that I work with follow. And then a few guys that I work with, but like, they're like our age and it's fine. Like I'm a f- I'm fine with like those people. I think there's a couple that I, w- I wouldn't care but about. But like the two women, they'll be like, "Oh my god, like do you need a book rec? Teresa has a whole like Instagram and TikTok." I'm like, "Don't." I'm like, "You guys don't have to stop telling me, people." Yeah. And they're like, "Why you don't post anything bad?" I'm like, "Instagram, no. I don't think we ever do." But like sometimes on TikTok, like it's question. I don't want them to even know that I find like a line in a book to be like hot. Yeah. I don't need I definitely posted those on Instagram. No, yeah, but I oof. It's just me. It's just me highlighting the quote. That's all. Yeah, it's not no, me saying I don't it. like it. I've never even had sex. What's a pussy? A cat. I'll take as many pussies as you want to <laughs> give me. I'll shave your pussy. <laughs> Winston, come here. <laughs> anyway, on that note, we love. On that note, yeehaw, giddy up. <laughs> This, There's we're, a snake in my boo. We're, we're doing recording. A, we're doing a cowboy romance today. Not really a cowboy. Well, he is a cowboy. He just hates his job. Yeah, exactly. He's so, a military man. It's small town military cowboy esque. Um, it's Elsie Silver. Sailor. He's also an entrepreneur, like firefighter. By the end, yes. So it's got all of those. Yes. I like the part where he owns the bar best. 
That's more, honestly that's like, that's like mostly my type. I love that he like when he was like, "Fuck it, I'm putting my fucking foot down and yeah. get the fuck out of my bar." And I'm like, "Daddy, say more." I mean, like I understood. <laughs> okay, like we'll get to that. But like I understood why Bailey was like annoyed. By the way, guys, hopeless. Um, but Elsie Silver. No, let's dig into it. <laughs> let's go right for the fucking kill. I like it. No, I understood like why she was annoyed that he same. didn't tell her, but at the same time, wasn't like. I think I, I honestly don't. I, say, I don't blame him for not telling her, and I feel like she should have gotten over it like a little bit faster. Yeah, um, but I do understand because like she always felt that yes. this was the first thing that she earned, and someone wasn't like, "Oh, let me." Well, no one liked her um, because of her family and her messed up brother. Yeah, which I think is so okay. So Elsie Silver announced her new series coming out in April. Wild Love is like the first book, mm-hmm. and it's. A spinoff of Chestnut. I, all of her books are kind of like spin-offs, kind of spin-offs of, each other, yeah. of each other. So, like, there was what's the first one? Up to the Races. Yeah. And that has like the Eaton sister. Yeah. So, like, whatever. Anyway, um, so in Powerless, there is a town that they like drive through, mm-hmm. and it's one of those towns. And I there's, like it, all, and there's characters that like we've met in chestnut springs that like are going to be centered in the story she hasn't announced who the characters are but people on tiktok were like oh my god bailey's brothers and i was like you why guys why would you want to know about those assholes this is going to come off mean potentially but like anybody who saw that and was like oh is it going to be bailey's brothers like do you have you do you have any reading comprehension skills her brothers are alcoholic drug addict criminals yeah. And you think who Elsie Silver? Ma- who, is- who have like petrified their sister to the point where she's afraid right, like, of that. Right. Literally like trauma. Like they're not like good guys. Like no. they're like absolute garbage humans. I don't think we're getting like romances like no. featuring I also garbage wouldn't want humans. them. Right. Like I don't know if the first book is going to be Ford, but like clearly she was like pushing us towards Willa's brother Ford. Yes. Yes. So I'm hoping it's Ford. Yeah. But I was reading the comments. Oh my god, Bailey's brothers! I was like, "Are you? In, do you want to are see you all, these? Are you all white? Are, are you, you all white? <laughs> are you all white? Do you guys want to see those men get happily ever after? I don't. I want no. to see them behind bars. Anyway, if I'm wrong, you can you can just like record this and be like, and then shove it in my face and be like, you're dumb. But I'm not hoping. If it's Bailey's brothers, I don't know if I'll read them. Same. Also, I mean, I won't read them. But you know what I mean? Like, I won't be happy about it. I don't need redemption arcs for horrible human beings. No, I actually don't feel like El- like Elsie Silver will do this. No, no, no. Me either. So um, if you were one of them who thought that it was going to be Bailey's brothers. I, I- want to know why. Yeah, I want to know why. <laughs> Did you like them? If so, uh, Katie is a therapist. <laughs> She'll give you her She's number. wonderful. <laughs> so we're here to talk about Hopeless by Elsie Silver. Chestnut Springs, book five. The final book in the Chestnut Springs series um featuring Bo Eaton we've all been, been waiting, waiting for, for the him. Bo book I when Powerless was coming out I was like it's about Bo and then they're like ja- I thought Jasper was gonna be the last one I like, thought for ja- whatever reason well you know what's really funny Debbie Perry's doing something similar where I feel like the most mysterious of the family yeah. is the last yeah. book and it's the same thing with her series also like yeah. I'm waiting for Mateo's uh right yeah yeah okay um so I felt like it was like the same thing with this yeah but he, I, I, you know what I like about Lizzie Silver books? Yes, they are all small town romance. Like, but they all have something different in them. They are not the same. They're not like copy and paste. Yes. There, there are some things to work through. There's vastly different characters in each. All the siblings have very different personality traits. All the girls are it's very different. Very different. 
I also love that we get some Willa in this book too. Willa is Willa. hands down the best character in the Chestnut Springs series. 100 And if you disagree. Actually, and in off, well, I would say in Off to the Races as well, but I liked Dr. Mira. She, remind, she reminds oh, I me of I haven't Willa. read Off to There's, the Races I actually yet. enjoyed them. I still think Chestnut Springs is is better overall in my opinion, but I do think like book three, I loved of Off to the Races. It's Dr. Mira and she's very similar to a Willa, I'd say. Maybe not okay. as outspoken, but she's she can she can put her foot down and hold her own. I like to think that I relate to Willa, like her sarcasm sass. and sass. Oh, I love her sass. In Powerless, when she's pretending to give birth at the um, <laughs> yeah. church, like that is me. You know what I mean? Like I will do what you need. To yeah, get like oh, you need me to pretend I'm in labor, and like, and Gil will just be Cade. Like there she goes. Yeah, here we go again. Um, <laughs> Buckle up, bitches. We're in for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Hopeless follows Bo. He is dealing with a lot of PTSD and trauma from, he's in like the special, he's in the special ops of the Canadian military. Yes. I guess like what would maybe be the equivalent to like a U.S. Navy SEAL. That's what I'm assuming. That's, That's like, like kind of the vibe it, that yeah. I was getting. Yeah. Um, again, like I actually know nothing about the military, so I'm Same. sorry if that was super ignorant, but that is like kind of the vibe I was getting. Special ops. And like, to me, that's Navy SEALs, but whatever. Anyway. Um, and he is at the, it's, is it powerless that he's powerless? He's missing for Mm -hmm. two weeks. And, um, he's like in, he's like rescuing a hostage and he gets trapped with the hostage in a cave, I believe. Yeah. Um, he suffers severe, like burns on the bottom of his feet that he needs like skin grafts. Anyway, he comes back and he's like safe and healthy. And everyone thinks he's this big hero, but he's dealing with a lot of PTSD and trauma from the experience. Um, and he's like trying to navigate how to like go back to like normal civilian life now that he's out of the mm-hmm. service. Um, enter Bailey. So he goes to the bar and he is drinking. He is drinking. He's drinking with what's his, what's his name? I forget his name. Old man. Old man, alcoholic man. and they're Old tr- man, alcoholic man. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> That's his name. And they're drinking. Anyway, long story short, Bailey's the bartender, and she's like, bro, like, you gotta fucking relax. And so he decides that he's gonna not drink anymore, but he's gonna go hang out every day at the bar and, like, make sure Bailey gets home safe or, yes. like, closes up safe. He doesn't like that she's there alone. Yeah. I mean, at the end, he would have done it regardless, but you also find out that he does own the bar. So, like... For two reasons. He wants to make sure his employees safe and he like is obsessed with Bailey. Um, Bo's also 35 and Bailey's 22. Which I'm here for. Yeah. But also like if my 22 year old friend was dating a 35 year old man, I'd be like, he's a loser. Like in real life, I'd be like, Earl. ew. Earl. Um, also alcoholic man. Yes. Um, it's funny because like I, I have a friend who dated a man that was 10 years older than her and it started in her young 20s. It's, so like I can't. Yeah. It's weird. Like I feel like, but she was also I think a little bit more mature for her age. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not so much the age gap. It's the age. Like, I know as a twenty when I was twenty two, I was immature as fuck. Yes, and I could have never related to a thirty five no. year old. Now that I'm like I'm going to be thirty five in December, if I was dating somebody thirteen years older, I think that I would like that would be like not bother me. Like, no, like somebody I knew was dating like a forty eight year old. I'd be like okay. Because like, I feel like you're just, like, in a different place in life. But when I was 22, no, no shot was I dating a 35-year-old. And then I feel like any 35-year-old man who can, like, relate to a 22-year-old is, like, bro, you need to grow up. 
I can see in not this in this story, yeah. in real life, because like it, her life, it, she's dealt a shitty car. Yeah, and she's not like she's, she's not into, like going yeah. out and like party. Like, like she's her, raising herself and trying yeah. to figure it like life. Bailey at twenty two is not Teresa at twenty two. Same girl, no same. I give <laughs> Bailey a hell of a lot more credit. <laughs> we were not the same. Yeah, no, not at all. So I like the age gap here. Same, and also like Bo. I mean, like yes, he's very mature. He had a very like intense job, but I feel like. He has always had this super intense job, so he never had – I feel like his his 20s and, and half of his 30s was committed to a job. So I feel like they could relate on, like, a deeper level because – They've both been in serious situations yeah. for so – They're almost – Like, obviously, when you're in any kind of military or police officer setting, I feel like when you're – When that duty is on and, like, you are – like on the road with that badge on or you are overseas doing whatever. I feel like you, your switch is on. Like you're never off. So right. like you're always on alert. And I think because Bailey is also always, always on, on alert, alert, they can just relate. Like you're almost in a flight or flights, flight or fight status all the time. There's no stasis of just being. It's right. always one or the other. Right. And just with Bailey, it's unfortunately because of her, her brothers. So and it's actually really funny that you say that because my first highlight in chapter one You'd expect me to choose either fight or flight, but these days Ooh. I brace. I pause. I wait for any emotion to hit. Fear, anxiety, disappointment, but these days I feel nothing. So that's Bo being like, he was always fight or flight. Like that was his whole life. And now he's depressed. And now he's in, he's got PTSD. He's in a state like, you know, state of depression. And now he's just bracing. Like he's waiting for like some intense emotion to hit him all the time. Yeah. I can also relate to that. And it's not with like the emotion hitting, but something that like therapy has taught me. And I've tried to, the thing about therapy is a lot of, you have homework all the time, right? Like you're you're given ideas, you're given different concepts, different tools. You have to try them out to see what works for you. Like what works for me might not work for you. Right. But for me, it was always, my anxiety always were a lot, a lot of it. It has to do with like overthinking what I've said. How many times have I called you like, oh my God, Teresa, on Tuesday, what, what did I say that like, my sister does it too. Yeah. We have it. We have a thing. But I've learned with therapy to pause and instead of just having like that verbal diary of just like letting it all out, maybe like survey your situation, see who's around you. Are you comfortable enough to, and like, I feel like that's like something of a similar nature. Like yeah. what emotion's going to hit me? How am I going to react? Where am I? What can I do about it? Yeah. Like, let me just assess my situation. Yeah. Even Bailey, like, describes him. She says, um, he's sitting there on the shore, thick arms propped on the peaks of his knees. He looks casual, yet coiled and ready to spring into action at any moment. He looks haunted, yet at peace. Like, I feel like he's always, like, struggling. Like, yeah. He's home and he's safe, but he's always, he has to be on alert. But he also doesn't like what he's doing. He doesn't want to be a ranch hand. He doesn't want to help his brother. Like, so there's a lot of... He hates his job. Hates his job. It's actually really funny. He's just like, I'm just like not going to go. And Kate's like, uh, you going to come to work today? And he's like, that's going to be so tough. Like you have such, if you're active duty of any nature, that is your full-time job, right? Like this is what you know, you form these. I don't even understand. Like I I understand. Especially because a lot of military people too, they go in at like 18. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget when I when I was doing some of my um, shadowing for my degree for athletic training, where I was, there was one kid in particular, this was a college setting. He was the oldest college student there. 
for the team. He mm-hmm. was 20 something. If I was 23 or 24, he had to be like right around the same age as me. And he was in the military prior, went right out of high school, went active duty. Yeah. Came back to the, you know, the sport that he was playing. And it was just very interesting listening to him speak because he was like, I went from having this insane family, this insane bond, doing all these things. And then you come back home and it's like, you still have a family, but it's very different. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I figured, let me just go to college. I'm like, that, like that's kind of crazy that you're like, well, let me just go get a degree. Right. And figure it out. And this buys me some time. Yeah, especially because if you're not career military, once you leave, you're just- What a, do you do? What do you do? Unless you want to be a- Like, so Bo, he wants to be a firefighter. Like, I feel like if you go into another, like, uh, like um, public servant kind yeah. of career, that makes sense. But- if that's like not your past uh, passion or like not what you want to do, then you kind of have to then figure something figure out. something else out. Yeah, like I've know people who have gone to Marines and then are now like in, in like a whole different not and, public survey. So like, when we <laughs> so off topic, but when we were in college, um, I think it was my sophomore year, Gil's freshman year, um, there was this like twenty five year. I want to say he was like mid mid to late twenties, maybe he was living on campus, which that part is weird, but he had just gotten out of the military. So he was in college and he like had joined the football team. Hmm. I think that's a little strange, like go to college, but he, he got out of the military. He like, didn't know what he wanted to do. So he's like, I'm going to go to college. Weird that he decided to live. Um, I believe he lived in the Actually, dorm. That's exactly what this kid did that I'm, that I was referring to also. Like yeah. he went to the dorms and like, I guess when you want the experience and, yeah. and maybe it helps like, Depending upon where you were in the military, yeah. like what you saw, maybe yeah, you I'm not going to judge. Oh like, no, 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 yeah, like, but... I, I'm with you. I remember being like, <laughs> remember, you're literally my age. No, yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, I remember being. No, I remember being there and being like, what is this old man doing, like sleeping on campus, and, like hanging and like playing football and hanging out with like 18 year olds? Because like we were like young. Yeah, that that part's a little strange. He was really nice though. Like, he wasn't weird or creepy. Like just at the time, I was like. Everybody who's, like, older than 22 when you're in college is, like, ancient. Like, he probably could have been 24. And I'm like, he was 28. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. But he was definitely – he definitely was older. Um, but he did go to college. Um, anyway, hopeless. <laughs> back, on, back on track. Um, so they – honestly – okay, so I love, like, a fake dating, Same. fake fiancé, fake marriage trope. I loved it once they were in it. But I thought, like, the reasoning for it was so stupid. Agreed. But I think it it served its purpose. It served its purpose. But they were like, oh, well, wouldn't it be so fun if we just pretend we're engaged? And we'll see if that helps your reputation. Helps your reputation. Helps getting people Like, they could back. have just been, like, boyfriend, girlfriend and gone out on dates, like, all the time. Like, there's no reason for them to fake the engagement. Fake the dating. The fake engagement the dating. was, like, very excessive. Because I need to buy her, like, a diamond ring. And he bought a big one. He sure he did. He went all out. Because our boy Bo, he's a secret entrepreneur. He owns a business. <laughs> he had say he has something called savings. He had a savings account for days. No, I don't. <laughs> Is that what Canadian cowboys sound like? No, I, we were going southern right there. But yeah, the fake dating thing. I will say, okay, so let's talk about a couple different things that I found to be interesting, and I want to know if you found them to be interesting as well. Okay, shaving her vagina. Oh. <laughs> I thought, okay. we were gonna, I thought we were going to wait to get to that, nope. but let's dive Hold right on. in. So let me just start by saying I had I had a baby. I did not give birth naturally. She was a C-section. However, I told my husband, 
if I have to give birth naturally and I cannot see said area, you are getting on your fucking hands and knees and helping me out. And he so, agreed. Like, I would just go get a wax. I, I've never, I wasn't, the first time I was going to get okay, waxed true. was not going to be pregnant. So and I was also like, like, you're a lot more sensitive down there when you're pregnant. So yes. it probably would have not felt. And like, honestly, I was like, he's about, if we give birth naturally, he's about to see some things. Also, you know, he's my husband. Yeah. I've been with him for 10 years. So, and not married for 10 years, but like we've been together for 10 no, years. Yeah. So, but the fact that also he just, she's laying in the bath, shaving herself. So she's like, and he like, she, she, and he's like, in it. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, you don't want to get in here. There's like all, hair. I'm like, I don't want you to be in there with all your hair. Like, no, I only shave. I haven't taken a bath in forever. I do love a good soak. If I'm I was sore. Gonna say, like a soak is different than like a, I'm bathing to like clean myself. No, I'll take a soak if I like my I'm like holy shit. I went on a long ass run. My muscles are fucking killing me. Yeah, like some like if I do take a bath, like I normally will like rinse first, bathe because like I don't want to like no know, first like, back up. Clean thy tub. Oh wait, <laughs> clean the tub. I'm, I'm sitting yes. in bleach. <laughs> yes, clean the tub. Quick rinse in the shower, like very quick rinse. Soak, full shower after. Yes, that's my like that's my bath routine. <laughs> And, like, I maybe only take, like, two baths a year, but, like, that is, that's it. Yeah. yeah, so she's laying in there. She's shaving herself. Like, her, she's doing, like, a full body shave. So you're sitting in some hair. So she's just, like, literally chilling in hair. And it's a soaker tub. It's not, like, a shower bath. So it's not like she can, like, get up and, like, hose off after. Yeah. So, like, she's going to get up and just have hair stuck to her. He comes in, and she's a virgin, too, by the way. Um... At this point, has he fingered her yet? I don't remember. I don't think I so. I think it was, like, right after yeah. this. So, like, they've barely been intimate. And he's like, let me shave you. And she's like, sure. Well, because she's asking, like, what do you, like, a Oh, strip she's asking, or... yeah, like, what kind of, like, pubic hair he likes. Yeah. Like, non, a strip, like, whatever. Whatever. I just, I don't know. He does know. a triangle. He does a triangle. I don't know if I would allow Tom, when we first started dating, to shave me. I would. I'm just going to say this. And this has, like, nothing to, it's just... Personal hygiene to me is very personal. You know what I I'm mean? I'm with you. That's how I feel. Right. Personal opinions. That's like, I like again, unless I was like incapacitated, I honestly probably just give birth with a full bush. Like, I just don't, I don't want Gil to be eye to eye with it if he's not doing something pleasurable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, what if, like, what would you do if like Tom's like, hey, can you shave my balls? I'm like, absolutely no. <laughs> you have two hands and eyeballs. You do it yourself. Like, I don't know. Like, to me, again, this is this is us personally. Like, yes. if you're into this, I'm more power to you. I always honestly, say, I admire the no, confidence. I always say, like, I admire. Like, I wish I could be like confident, and I wish I could like not care about literal trivial things because in the long run, who fucking cares? Literally, who fucking cares? But, um. I I found nothing um, sexy about that scene. No, the whole time I was like, "This is really." I literally happening. kept thinking, like, she's just sitting in it, like, a, and, right, and just the pubes floating. Also, like, for someone else, well, doesn't he know he has? Isn't that like a weird angle? Has, she like, has no. She has to stand and spread her legs so he can get like in between. No, no. I, like I said. I told Tom, and even he was kind of like, Katie, I don't know if I can do this for you. Like, there's just a lot going on down there. Yeah. Well, he, his thing is like, I don't want to cut you, have things like, he's like, I don't want to do anything to hurt you. Well, also think of this. I don't know about any of you guys. The first time I ever shaved, it was, I did it in the bath because I was like, my cousin was like, the first time you do it, do it in the bath because it'll like stay like lubricated. Yeah. And I was disgusted after. Well, yeah, you take a shower after. There was just hair. Hair. Like, we all have body hair. Let's, Let's be just, ourselves. Yes, exactly. But um, I just remember, like, 
nicking myself a lot. 100%. So yeah. I wouldn't trust the man to go down there when he's never done it before. No. It's and you can be careful all you want, but I just, I just, I don't know. Again, I would not trust myself shaving a ball. I do not trust a man to shave <laughs> a vagine. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's precious. And yeah. you better not fuck it up. Agreed. Agreed. Next, <laughs> next, next topic. Harvey being with his sister-in-law. I'm okay with it. Only because it's been like how many years? Like 20, 20 years. 20 years. I just thought that was like an interesting take. So I feel like I, some people can think it's like weird. Some people can be like, I love this for them. I love it. For, the thing is too, like, I feel like at a certain age, you just want like you want a companion. companion. And I think that Harvey has been alone and like mourned his wife for so long. And they even say it. They're like, we are the only people, like we are the two people in the world who loved her the most. So they kind of bonded over that, which like maybe sounds, if it was like a year later, I'd be like, fuck. That's no. weird. Yeah. I'm haunted. But like when Katie grave. dies, when Tom and I get together 30 years later, who could be mad about that? <laughs> Who can be mad about that? Actually, speaking of being together, it's kind of funny. Um, they, like Gil was saying, like, if you guys ever had a boy. Oh, yeah. This is so, Gil is my cousin. Just keep this in mind. Gil was talking to T and was like, hey, like, if we ever have a boy, like, oh, my God, this would be perfect. We can have our son and Leah, that's my daughter, get together. And Teresa was like, that's disgusting. He's like, no, no, no. Like, Tom's my best friend. This is so great. <laughs> like, you forgot the relationship. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you're friends with Katie. I'm friends with Tom. I'm like, yeah, but Katie's also your cousin. <laughs> and he's like, oh, ew. Gross. No offense to cousin lovers. <laughs> no offense, but like, no. no. but actually, offense. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't mind it. I don't know how I would feel in real life. Like, if my mom started dating, like, my dad's brother, like, I think it would be super strange. Like yeah, I only died two years ago. Maybe if it was 30 years ago, I'd be like, whatever. I don't fucking care. Yeah, like, you do you, whatever. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, maybe now. Yeah. Um, okay, that was the only two things I had. I, I love like, Harvey. I, like- I love Harvey. Harvey knows all. Okay, Elsie. Honestly, this is our petition. We need a Harvey Christmas novella. Please. Please, that man just deserves a little, just one. Just a little short story. A hundred like pages. A chapter. Okay, I was kidding. <laughs> just I'm good with a hundred pages. Just a Harvey Christmas story. Him at the ranch preparing for Christmas. I don't know. And like, I want glimpses of like how he think. We don't. We think don't that know. he knows things, but he knows, knows things. everything. Yeah. And his, I want to hear his brain before he tells a joke. Agreed. Because you know how like they're coming. They're like very like dad. He's building joke. up. He's to building it. up to it, which reminds me a lot of my father a lot. And I always wonder. What goes through What is right going now? on? Like, what is he thinking? Like, I'm really going to get these kids? Yeah. Or like, what's the buildup in Harvey's head? Agreed. I would love a Harvey POV of some sort. Je- uh, yeah. I mean, a novella would be great. A hundred pages anything. would be amazing. A short story, great. A, even a chapter, amazing. Anything. Please. <laughs> I don't know what we can give you in return, but we beg. A kiss. Pretty sure Elsie Silver does not want us giving her a kiss. I think she does. You don't want a kiss for me? I always like, want a kiss for me. Right, exactly. This one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I uh, my first highlight was in chapter three. Willa doesn't run my show, Kate. He must be new here. Willa, Willa runs, runs everyone's show. show. I love Willa. I um, also liked the part where, like, Winter and him at um, Rhett yeah. and Summer's wedding, how they have that, like, that Because moment. they both have been through have a trauma. lot. They both have trauma. But was really mean to her at one part of Reckless. 
and um they like makeup. She's like, yeah, no, it's fine. Put her under the bridge. Like you're going through shit. Whatever. Yeah. And it's like she's been right so on. Much. Right on. Um, I, I love that there. also. I love the glimpses that we got. Even like in the end. I mean, obviously we have Willa's brother that is introduced to us. Ford. Ford. Um, but even like the epilogue. Will, if you ever stop making fun of me, I'll know you're not okay. So check in now and then. Tell me something mean so I know you're still well. Actually, reminds me a lot of you. I don't know so why. Me and my brother. What I was then, but like I, I just I liked the glimpses of everyone else, especially with this being the last book. I feel like. You don't get everyone, but you get some people, which I think is kind of nice. You get mostly every, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean. You get the text messages with the brothers. Yeah. You do have, I think, an outing with the sis- the sister-in-laws, which yes. is nice. Um, um, I feel like Theo was kind of quiet. Theo was kind of quiet. And, like, that's sad for me because that man is my husband. Um, I think about it a lot in Reckless when Winter's like, Eaton, call off your dog about Theo. And Theo just barks. Think about it a lot. I think about the hot tub scene a lot with Daddy Kate and Willa. I love how you're like, I think about that scene. I'm like, I think, I just think about Theo just being barking. like, woof. <laughs> I don't know. Something about it really. Like, I was like, that is kind of hot. In like um, a weird way. Anyway. I do love the 211 thing that they do together. Like he wakes, she wakes him up. Oh yeah. So I think every that's night, so yeah, supportive. Every night at 211, he has the same reoccurring nightmare. So she starts setting an alarm for like 10 minutes before to wake him up and they go swimming. And then at like one point, like he stops having the nightmares, mm-hmm. but she keeps, he doesn't tell her. Yeah. He like, and she's like, I could be sleeping. Yeah. Like how dare you? <laughs> it's like waking up with a baby. You just want to sleep. Yeah. Um. Oh, another thought, thought. I, okay. Where we're from, lakes here aren't cute. Lakes here are disgusting. They're probably man-made and I don't want to know. What's in them on the bottom of them? If it is not an ocean. A running body of water. Okay, listen. I've mm-hmm. I've swam in one of the Great Lakes. Those are huge. That's, yes, that's same. big. That's They're fun. nice. They're beautiful. I would I've gone in them as well. But I'm also like not a bay fan either. Like honestly, if it's not an ocean or something super clear and clean I, I don't know, lakes are just stagnant, algae infested. Bacteria. When I lived in South Carolina. People went to go swim in them, like in the like in the bogs and like the ponds. But like that's all you have, and you'd we but like sounds? people would come out yeah. with like like th- it, things like issues and like leech. There's just stuff in lakes. Disgust snakes. I'd fucking pass the fuck out. I would die. So when she's swimming, I don't know what Canadian See, like, looks. I don't look like. I pictured it more not as a lake because I pictured it as like a pond. No, see, I pictured it as. Like a creek almost, but like, oh. a, okay, you know, when we were in Colorado for your bachelorette and we stopped and we like went swimming in that like river? Oh. That's yeah. how I pictured it. Because like they keep saying that they're like walking across it. But it and like deep. they can talk across the yeah. other, they can talk across That's it. That's true. I thought it was like a baby pond. Oh. And and it ran like, no, because if it was a pond, they could just walk around. Oh, yeah, duh. It had to be, it had to be like a creek, a creek, a creek. if you will. Um, But I still, like, I need descriptions. Like, Maybe they're nicer in Canada. Things are probably nicer up there anyway, let's be honest. But, like, eh. Just water. Weird. Because she's, like, nude swimming, too. Like, I don't. What's going on there? I would only nude swim in an ocean. Yeah. Again, I don't know. Um, I love when he bit, like baits her too. Like I'll start leaving the back door. And look, she's like, they move her trailer to his property to yeah. get away from her brothers. Um, and she refuses to come stay at the house. And I love that he's like, she does end up going because there's no AC. I mean, I give her credit. I would have been in that house immediately just for the AC. I would have just been like, alone. yeah, I'll stay in your guest room. Okay, listen. I don't care if it's Chris Evans. 
if he if if it's if there's ac but like i can control myself you know what i mean like just because you're sleeping in the same house not even in the same room just in the same house as a really hot man does not mean that you have to fuck him agreed like if Chris was like, hey, come stay at my house. I have a guest room for you. I'd say, okay. And I wouldn't like lay there and be like, oh no, what am I going to do? My like, loins are aching. Well, they were into each other. So, I mean, I guess that's okay, a little different. Chris and I wouldn't be into each other? Just, Just control yourselves. Um, but she finally goes into the house. She's on the couch and he comes downstairs naked. naked. She thinks that he does not see her. And then as like, she's walks watching up, and she's watching this, she's like, Tammy's big. Like yeah. all this stuff. And then he walks, walks away. doesn't make eye contact. He's basically just like, he tells her where his room is. And I'm yeah. like, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> the confidence. I also, when they tell the families, like, oh, oh my God, yeah. surprise, whatever. And <laughs> Willa, because we love her. Is a surprise that you two are going to eye fuck each other while we watch. Cade <laughs> groans beside her. Because, yeah, like, they're just, like, staring at it. They're like, we yeah. have a surprise. And they just, like, stare at each other and, like, undress each other. Um, there were some great quotes in here. Like, I know you're scared of losing control around me. No, I'm scared of you becoming something I can't live without. Like, there's just really, like. Really good lines. Really good lines. Really good connecting moments. Um, there's obviously, like, a like a who did this to you. My favorite line of the book harass her again and I'll paint my driveway with your brains. You won't be the first man I've killed, but you could easily That would be Katie's favorite. (laughs) Um, I loved it. I was giddy with excitement. But I just feel like this was, because they're, I think, he's intense. I got the vibe that he was like an intense individual. Very intense. It correlated really well to like things that he said. I think she did a really good job writing We say this about Powerless and about Jasper, how his personality didn't in our minds correlate to the way that he was like sexually. sexually yeah. Um, Bo, it all made sense. 100% made sense. Like, okay, well, first of all, this is just funny, but she goes, you have too big of a dick to feel this bad for yourself. Um, but then she's asked him if you hadn't known I was a virgin, would you have fucked me? And he says, Jesus, Bailey. He's always like, Bailey. Like, he's always like, like so girl. Exa- yeah. He's always so exasperated by yeah. her. Well, she does come him, out like, with some wild. Yeah. Talk, she'll like, like yeah, she asks him like crazy. Again, the 20, like that's very 22. Like I wouldn't, you know what I, I mean? Would never. Yeah. I would never ask an older man that I'd be too embarrassed. Right. Um, and she goes, well, would you? And he says thoroughly. And I just love that. My stomach is going wild. Do you Dude, hear it? Mine was just doing the same. They're like talking to each other. <laughs> Um, I want to know what it's like to be fucked by Bo thoroughly. I mean, keep looking at my dick, dick like the yeah. way, like the while licking your lips and I'll be in your mouth and then your pussy. How about the next line? Add a girl, ride me. <laughs> He's like, damn. Bo- I also, you know what I like about hers too? There's no third act breakup. Third act breakup. No, they get into like, like a little a tiff, tiff, but they don't break up. Like, I feel like the big thing is... She's annoyed with him. So they're like, they're not broken up. They're, I mean, they're not really together. No. But they're not, I don't know. It's like, it's strange. But um, she wants to go to college. She's like, I'm out. Yeah. And she thinks that he's like, I'll do a long day. He's like, I'll do whatever you want to make this mm-hmm. work. But instead, he goes to the big city. The big city. Which like, I don't know what the big city I was going to say, what is the big city? I want to know. Is it Vancouver? Oh, that's, I was in, I was, that's what I was thinking. Because they're pretty well on yeah. It has to be Vancouver. Let's go with that. that Vancouver, right. the big city. Vancouver, the big city. An hour away from Chestnut Springs. Asker um, of obvious questions. I Shiver was of pussies. pussies. I literally just had that up. Because she calls, she's like, 
Bowie in tier one. Operator. Oh, I love that she um, yeah. looks at his dick and it was like pointing at me like I was a chosen, chosen one. one. Love the Harry Potter reference. Thank you. Um, what was I saying? Oh, he moves to the big city with her. Yeah. And they, they get a house that's big enough to have family dinners. I had this. I was like, wait, I was like, I really hope. That because like the whole her whole shtick was that she did not want to stay in that town. I thought they were. And I, I was like, like they don't make better not. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, get her out. Happens and everyone's nice to her now, so she wants to stay. No, I'm happy she left. Things don't happen like that. This was like real. Like okay, yeah. let's get this girl out. I mean, he wanted to change too, so I think this was kind of perfect for the both of them. And maybe in the future they do want to come back, but not right now. Maybe once they have children again, he has that whole house on that property. That whole house on that property. But even his brothers are like, he's not a small town cowboy. No. He's a big city firefighter. Which was your favorite book of the series? Reckless. Hands. Hands on my knees. Hands on my knees. Getting funky with it. Mine was heartless. I know. Well, we, we've said that I need, we need to do a reread of this series. Of, I think the last three are like, I got They're them. fresh. Yeah. Flawless and heartless. I think I need to do a reread of because, like, right now, if I were to rank them, did you hear that one? Yeah. Okay. It would be Reckless as my top, Flawless. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Reckless, Flawless. I'm pulling them up because I need to see them. Hopeless. Okay. No. Reckless, Flawless, <laughs> Heartless, Hopeless, Powerless. Powerless is definitely my last favorite as well. My first is definitely Heartless. Like, I loved Flawless. You did love Flawless. I'd probably say... I love a goofy, silly, like, boy. Like, male main character. I'd probably say Heartless. And Theo are very goofy, silly boys. Heartless, Flawless. I don't know. I'm really torn between picking Hopeless or Reckless next. I feel like you're more of a bow girl. I was going to say, Hopeless would probably be next for me at third. Then Reckless. Then... Than powerless and honestly but if we're like if we're i right, could almost flip-flop that too like jasper i had some qual not qualms but like i had some like mm, this just isn't like aligning for me but like i liked what's her face sloan so i liked sloan yeah no it's just like the i'm thinking like storyline too because if we're rating if we're ranking the men that's different like which men would i want to have sex with more Kate? no like i'm so i'm going theo Rhett, Bo. Mm, Theo Rhett. See, like, Jasper, I liked him, and, t- and t- but I'm not, like, a crawl to me. I'd say, get on your fucking knees and crawl to me, bitch. <laughs> That's what I would say. Jasper now. would have to be last for me, just for that exact reason. I was going to say that. Just, just for my personal preferences. Bo. Theo, because I feel like he would take real good care of you. Yeah. And then, like, reckless Rhett. See, like, I would go Theo Rhett. Bo, then Cade, then... Jasper. Mm, yeah, I think that's what I would do. And Willis stands as number one. I don't know. Like, Cade to me was, like, like, very dry. Like, I can't remember a single thing about him. And, like, I think he had a shaved head, and that's, like, not my style. What is it, 2013? Hey, back off, Daddy Cade. That's okay. I got no. him. You, you, you have Theo, I have Cade. It's yeah. cool. It's I'm, go- cool. I'm going to the rodeo. I'm wearing cute little assless chaps or, like, whatever they wear with jeans underneath. Obviously. What you, oh, I was like, what kind of quote is that? Um, I think that we should do a reread or like a re-listen. I wish they were on Scribe because like I just don't have I like I don't have the credits to waste. 
Not that it would be a waste, but no, I would want to do it's all ex- five. It's expensive. Yeah. And I want to redo the Edens. I will say, I forget which book I did not like at all on audio. I stopped immediately. Oh, it was, I think, Jasper Vale. Yeah, I did not. Because I, no. I loved that book and you were like, the audio was so bad. And I was like, well, I'm liking the book. And you're like, okay, then I'll stop I the switched. audio. And yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, what is going on? It just didn't connect with me. But I really want to do a reread of that one too. We should do that in like January. Just kidding. February. February after Crescent after, City. We need like a come down. We're going we're gonna to be riding a high. After Crescent City, don't even ask me to look at another fantasy. Book. We're going to be so hungover. I'm hungover thinking about it. Same. No. On that note. Katie Jean. Bay. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers.